Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Not as relaxed as Kim right now. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and small home birth practice. I'm Meredith Rao, also a midwife at the same small home birth practice. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and also a birth assistant with you guys at our out-of-hospital practice. Struggle bus this I forgot morning. for a moment. We said we were going to be back on it. I know, this right? This is why we don't start <laughs> at 8 a.m., y'all. I am <laughs> back on it. I am back on it. We are getting stuff done. Jump on Um, it. It's already 10 o'clock. We've literally wasted an hour and a half of our life. That's not true. I called it. I said, I'm not getting there until 9. You didn't even get here till 8.30. I was here at 8.30. Yeah. That's an hour and a half ago. I know, but we couldn't have started recording like immediately, like as soon as you. We need at least an hour to bitch. Yeah. And we got some planning done and we looked some stuff up. Yeah, we did. I mean, we planned what today's episode was going to be about. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> Which did you, is nothing. Did you say that, um, you know how men get their periods? Yeah. yeah. You talked like in one of the first episodes about how men have cycles just like we do. Yeah. And how sometimes they're crappy. So, yeah. Yeah. That was. I'm on that page with you now. Yeah. I've, I've learned that lesson as a newly married Which is fine woman. because I know when I'm off. And today it was the opposite. It yeah, was more. I was like, boo, 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 this get morning, her done, like, get in her done, sunshine good and morning, rainbow. yes. Look at this glitter that just puffed from my butthole. <laughs> and Chuck's was like, mer, <laughs> like there's only shit coming <laughs> out of my butthole today. <laughs> so yeah, that I think you and I are in that. Um, yeah, we're cycle. we're off today. It's, I, I feel very hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no because sorry because at least our cycles match up there is a solid three to four days every month that we cannot have big conversations or any conversations or yeah. else we'll fight so we just don't talk on those days and it actually works really well for us so um, i'm sure that all you people out there with male partners know that sometimes there's just days of the month where they're just crappy like do you mm-hmm. guys understand that it's like and ugh. what do you do like like do you avoid each other like the plague yeah that's what that was my go-to this morning i was like oh my god goodbye like, <laughs> oh i'm sorry you feel I that love way you. okay bye so much or you could bye. do what kim used to do and just try to have sex over and over and over again yeah. hoping that it would like pop them out of it and remember when you used to it do pop that... something yeah remember <laughs> when patient. you used to know it was coming and then yeah. you'd have like sex a whole bunch of times beforehand thinking you could like keep it from happening and it, it never worked work. no, no no so this month instead of doing that i was just like bye <laughs> i love you you look great today and i'm going to hang out and record <laughs> we agree that we're not gonna like neither one of us has a sex drive on our off days so it's kind of glorious because we can literally just like lay around and not feel any pressure from each other to do anything for like, a couple that doesn't days. happen to chuck so no never that's no. <laughs> That's um, because Chuck's rage manifests usually as like sexual frustration. I feel oh, like, which is I don't know how that ever happened. 
That's I like don't know. I've had crab legs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a month, but yet I want more of those. Mm. <laughs> like, I want crab legs right now. now. <laughs> Me too. Now, so yeah. you said hashtag bless, and I just thought of a conversation that I had with a, a beautiful human being that I love. Um, and we were joking about like, you know, when, you know, you're done having kids and some people make that decision. Other people allow, and then people make that decision and their vasectomy reheals and then it's ruined. And then their or decision other people ruined. or other people are like you kind of like Homer Simpson where it's like, there's people who plan to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> what? I just thought they happened. I just thought they came out. So this mom was, it, it was like a. It started out as like a serious conversation, but we ended up like laughing because she said it's like children are a blessing and they're a gift from God and they're a reward. Mm -hmm. So how do you say, dear God, could you not bless me? Stop blessing me. me. (laughs) (laughs) Just look at all of these rewards I have. I I couldn't possibly accept another one. Like, oh my God. Like, how do you put it so you don't seem ungrateful, but also I don't want my vagina to fall out any more than it already is. But listen, I can attest to the fact that I love crab legs and I adore crab legs and I feel very blessed every time I get to eat crab legs. But it has happened to me times where I go on a crab leg binge where eventually you're like, enough crab legs i need a break so crab legs could really represent a lot of things oh yeah children sexual encounters yeah delicious seafood (laughs) all right distance makes the heart grow fonder i don't know how that happened yeah well i don't know do we ever it's gonna be like i feel like so yeah we decided that for this episode we're going to talk about like the weird things that happen to us at births that we get excited about that other people think are weird slash gross yeah things that bring us joy that others don't but first we have to say hi to some new yeah we have a couple new patrons and i just want to say again that we are loving all of our patrons you're saying that's so weird also sorry sorry you got no patreon the website website is called patreon but they're called patrons i don't know if i could say that patreons they're called patrons Patrons. i'll just use that old joke stop patronizing me Um, it's a moot point. Yes. <laughs> it's moo. It's a moo. Doesn't matter. It's a moo point. Um, also, sorry if you got 4 million emails. Cause oh, Meredith that was my bad. Should never be on the computer ever. At least somebody's doing it. Yeah. Hashtag not it. Yeah. Hashtag not me. Is this episode actually going to be called hashtag? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. So anyway, um, our first patron that we need to thank is Sarah Warren. And we've known Sarah for a really long time. We've had the pleasure of um, doing some birth work with her. Um, She used to be part of our, back when Kim was kind of like a baby midwife. Yeah. She's tried to do like a collective here. Like a co-op. A co-op, a birth co-op. It was called Barefoot Birth. And it was a great idea. It was a great idea. But imagine the community not really wanting it. <laughs> imagine, imagine. Shocking. Shocking. So anyway, it was Sarah, me running a co-op. I was say, imagine, now imagine Kim running a business by herself. So, yeah, but Sarah Into was part ground. of that. And um, I know she used to do doula work as well. And we had, and I know you had the privilege of seeing some of her births. I sure did. Um, but I know we haven't seen you in a long time, but we miss you. And thank you so much for being our patron. We hope that we do get to see you on some of our Zoom meetings or whatever that we're supposed to be having but are being irresponsible about also hopefully you only get one email next month yeah that's a good goal yeah (laughs) 
Our second patron we have to thank, and and she's gotten a shout out in last week's episode and this week's episode because she's that awesome, (laughs) but her name's Claire Flannery. She is a midwife in the UK, and as she says, a home birth enthusiast, and she had the idea for our last week's episode about siblings birth. Um, So thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you for being our patron. We're so excited to have you, Um, and we look forward to hearing more from you about the birth community in the UK and how things are going there. So uh, keep reaching out. Keep telling us your stories. Not just you, Claire. Everybody. Episode ideas. Yeah. Eventually we, we will run out. We love to hear them. I mean, we ran out last year. This is all just <laughs> bullshit. Just flying by the seat of our panties. I'm still shocked at the amount of stuff that we, the amount of time we can just sit around BSing and like literally talking about nothing. It's our life. I know. Right? <laughs> That's why we started this because we were just doing this anyways. Might as well record it. I know. I want to, I just want to say like, um, Heather, who's also one of our <laughs> patrons, her video she posted this morning was hot. Loved it. Hot. We need more she of that is just out in the ex- world. She yeah. is just loving and confident with her mom bod like we all should be. Not that she has a mom bod, but that her bod after mom being bod, a mom. mom bod. If my yeah. mom bod looked like her mom bod, I'd probably be more confident. <laughs> I don't even have a mom bod Listen, and her bod Kim. looks better than mine. Kim, you are a legit <laughs> MILF, okay? You are the... I mean, of the milfs. I mean, I'm not the eye. I was milf. not searching for compliments. I'm then. not the eye in the milf, but I know that there's a lot of people out there that would be the eye in the milf for you. You what? <laughs> the one eye. The one <laughs> eye. <laughs> the winking eye. The winking eye. We're I making, don't know where we're, we're making so speak, so so speaking so speaking of winking eyes you've already heard our winking asshole episode but that's something we get excited about at birth winking assholes yep. winking winking puckering assholes like if a woman were to see a picture of her asshole and be like oh my god that's the worst thing i have ever seen in the entire world yeah and we're like nah that's awesome uh-huh. we're excited about that i, I wish am- i could also take pictures of their um, partners' faces yeah. when they see it. I don't ever actually. I'd rather them see their assholes than their partners' faces looking at their assholes. It's like a look of confusion. I I can't tell you how many times I've been pretty convinced that the partner thinks that's the baby coming out, and they're like, "Oh my god, that's the asshole." Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I try and keep that from happening at yes. all costs, which is why we're always draping towels and sheets, drape our hands with draping. a glove at some point in time. Yeah. Um, I was that asshole that videotaped my friend's birth and of course Mm -hmm. she was on hands and knees and i didn't drape and i didn't do anything like that because i was so focused i'm apparently a baby midwife because i was so focused on the baby coming out that Mm. i didn't even think about her asshole i missed it mistake and so i spent hours after the birth trying to edit her asshole out of that video and it was impossible i did like the blurry thing you should or have like asked nikki i tried I, the blurry I, thing. I called her and i was like can you please help me get this just asshole put a out star just put a but starfish the problem over it is it's a video so it's moving all the time <laughs> so oh, the blur no. would like blur i sat it on her asshole but then it like blurred the baby's head and then it like blurred a random part the next the time you should just try and do that thing with your thumb that that <laughs> yeah. kim does but it was all fine. <laughs> just put a thumb up. Yeah. Block out anything in the world could be blocked we'll just out. Project it on the. We'll project it on the wall, and I'll just put my hand over it. And perfect. It the whole time. Anyway, she didn't care in the end. I was shocked. I was like, "Wow, oh. that's so mature of you." Good for her. Yeah. So, like, going along with that, um, 
some people, and we know we've talked about this, get so embarrassed about poop. poop. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, poop and labor, poop. Like, poop happens. I get excited about poop, like, in so many different ways. Number one, if you've been having normal bowel movements and I really want you to have your baby and then one day you have like a whole day where you're just literally crapping yourself all the time. Yeah. I get excited about that because it means you're probably getting ready to have your baby. Yeah. Poop happens. You're hydrating. Poop happens so often it's a t-shirt. Yes. Or meconium happens. happens. Meconium happens. Is that Um, a plug for our teespring that you're doing right now poorly? That I'm not doing? No, I'm not plugging that at all until I actually do it. We already um, have some t-shirts. Maybe I shouldn't say this because it might add more stress, but I can't tell you how many times my hand has been shit into. <laughs> yeah. Because if I have nothing to drape with, I'll, I will just like place mm-hmm. my hand over Yeah, mm-hmm. because I would want that. I would want, I would prefer to shit into your hand than yeah. have somebody have in the room. just roll across the bed. Or, or or like down the baby's like face like urge, <laughs> you know nobody wants to be born with a shit stain on their face. I don't think the baby really gives a shit. No, uh, yeah, the baby has. No, they're too busy shitting on their own face. Honestly, if they have meconium, they're already shot on their own face. I remember something I don't get excited about. I remember no. one birth where they um someone in the room was aware of what I was doing. Like I was like, oh, let me just use my glove to cover this. And she pooped right into my hand, and I just, and I look, I just looked at Katie, and I winked like little winky like wink, an you know. Wink. And she grabbed a really, she grabbed a glove, and I really quickly like pulled my hand away, switched my glove, threw it in the trash, put the other one on, put my hand right back, and the guy goes, "Damn, that was a good move." And I was like, <laughs> "I don't know what you're talking about. You're like a poop ninja." Yeah, I'm like yeah. a poop ninja. You can acknowledge my brilliance after the birth when the mom has no idea what's yeah, going no on. No one knew. No one knew. It was so smooth. <laughs> it wasn't one of those like Meredith moments when you're trying to shove your hand into a glove, but you're sweaty so you can't. And then everyone's looking. What are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing. And then you deliver a baby with your hand in the palm part of the glove and all the fingers are just spread out everywhere. <laughs> Floating around. It's like a what? broken starfish. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, speaking more of, of, of poop. So, but then we do get excited for poop when they're pushing because it means they're that means that the baby's head is coming down. So if the mom starts to say like, oh my God, I feel like I have to poop. And a lot of times I'll be like, you know, you can go sit on the toilet if it makes you feel better. But what? a lot of times it's a baby's head or some poop will come out as the baby's head's coming down. But it's a good sign that your baby is getting closer to being born and we might be able to go home soon. Yeah, I think most healthcare workers get excited about poop, honestly. Because I remember when I was in nursing school, we would just stand outside patients' rooms, like celebrating when they pooped. Because if they didn't poop every three or four days, we had to disimpact them. Well, that so went in a whole like, other direction. Well, I'm just saying, though, like other people besides like midwives listen to our podcast, like nurses also recognize how That's true. special poop is. It's v- is a very great marker of health. That is true. It's important. In progress. So- so similar to poop is flatulence. Flatulence. And Kim is so excited to share this. Yeah, because one of my favorite, this happens all the time, and it brings me so much joy, is when <laughs> Meredith, or not Meredith, well, it could be it Meredith. It has happened but, as well. But yeah, mostly but. Jess is leaning over the tub, her nose to a butthole because she's massaging, and then all of a sudden a little 
bloop, 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 bloop. The little <laughs> bubbles come up and she can't move. So it's popping right into her nose. And I'm just like, that was beautiful. And the water accentuates the smell yes, a lot. It it's like a microphone for odor. And it would be Kim's fine. Kim's always like, you're doing so great. While that, she makes intense eye contact with yeah. me. That was, that is, that downward keep pressure do- was amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. You keep doing that. That was beautiful. Boop, 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 boop. You are doing it. Jess, why are goddess. you mouth breathing? Do you need a tissue? Do you need to? Is your, Listen, like you quite honestly, because I always tell my dual clients, and this is true, like I don't want you to hold back your farts because you no. need to let those loose. But I'm going to say, honestly, I don't mouth breathe in farts. The idea of breathing them into my mouth freaks me out. Oh, my God. I have Babe, a spore. You're like you're still then, getting them through your nose. More it's than the idea the of breathing them into my nose. It's all going to the same it, place. It might not make sense. But I have a story about that. It almost feels like you can taste it if you breathe it into your mouth. I have a story about that. I want to share my. So, Mike, my cousin Mike, who you guys know, and we're like super close. And he was my closest cousin growing up. So when we first moved to Virginia, we were traumatized because we weren't together anymore. So we wrote yeah. letters back and forth and we sent like tapes where we'd listen and tape. And then he, we would spend like summers together. And one night <laughs> we were sleeping and he was on the top bunk and I was on the bottom bunk. And I had gas that would, <laughs> as my dad would say, gag a maggot. Not you. <laughs> Never. I, that's never happened know. to you before. No. I hope you guys know no. Kim, but she loves farting. Like it, she literally just like does it all the time in front of anybody. It's fine. And then she giggles. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. So hold proud that. of herself. I can't hold that in. I don't do it at birth. So anyway, it was you do so that all the time to you. Clients. Well, Katie keeps doing it elsewhere, but then I walk through it, and I'm like, <laughs> Katie. why? Katie, how dare you? That's offensive. But it just means we love each other now because we're comfortable farting. Anyway, it was so, so, so bad. And he was like trying not to gag. And so he was like, this is so. Did he throw up in his mouth? No, he was breathing through his mouth so that he wouldn't have to smell it. And so me being the asshole that I am, I went, oh, my God, are you breathing through your mouth? And he goes, yeah, I don't want to gag. And I was like, oh, my God, you can't breathe first in your mouth because it goes into your lungs and it could like explode or like, oh, my God, cough it out. And he was like, what? Hyperventilate now. So he started coughing. And then I was like, now breathe through your nose before you die. And he was like, oh, my God. I will never forget that moment. So I lay down there laughing my asshole. He believed you? Yeah. Mike breathed. He's probably panicking because he couldn't breathe from the odor anyway. So he had less oxygen to his brain. So instead of thinking clearly. He couldn't get up and leave the room because my dad had already come in and threatened us because we just can't. We would. And so he was like, I can't leave. I can't breathe through my mouth. I'm just going to lay up here and breathe these farts in through my nose. (laughs) (laughs) Poor thing. So anytime you're you're willingly sniffing those fart bubbles, that goes through my head. Yeah. (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) She's going to whisper to you. You can't breathe through your mouth. They'll explode in your lungs. Don't breathe through your mouth. <laughs> well. So the point is, you're not the only one that thinks no. mouth breathing farts is a bad thing. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody wants to mouth breathe farts. Like, I just don't necessarily think it's the worst 
thing. I mean, I don't think so either. That's usually around the time where I grab the um, arnica oil <laughs> yeah. and I just rub it all over my hands. Just like pour it all because then it like over. it like whiffs up mm. through the like lavender oil and everything first. The oil, like, smothers but the point like is, lavender, it's like so lavender good. soaked poop. Yeah, but but farts are so Ew. good because it yeah. means they're like the pressure's they're, coming down. They're where putting it's their pressure the way it's supposed to because yeah. pushing is like taking uh, it's, it's the same muscles as pooping. So, <laughs> or, or, uh, what also is really positive is this cookie lace to calm pussy farts. Pussy farts. Those are really positive signs what's of a, progress what's a too. Pussy fat. What's a pussy fat? <laughs> well, another thing I get super excited about talking about pussy farts um, <laughs> is that sometimes the bubbles aren't. Uh, like farts but when a mom actually starts pushing and usually this is if we don't know she's complete or not when the baby starts moving down little bubbles will come out of her vagina when she starts like pushing and the baby's moving down and I'm always like yes I always just assumed that was coming from the other no area. no because it's not always they're different I yeah. feel like the pussy farts are like little smaller farts. bubbles. There's more pussy than farts. one hole that air can come out <laughs> Did of Did you Kim. know that Kim? Okay so I want you to think about this okay this yeah, is Kim, Kim has her like I'm smarter than you guys face on. She's gonna prove a point. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right because no, it's a thing. A pussy fart only happens because the suction pulls the air in. Yeah, we're calling it that to be funny, so but we recognize when, they're two so very different. So where is the things. air coming from in the vagina? It's from the movement coming down yeah. of the baby's head. But it's causing air movement. So you're saying Water there's air already trapped. Listen, in yeah, the, because okay. not everybody if, has a cavernous vagina like you That's that true. immediately fills with water all the way to your cervix as soon as you immerse yourself okay so it's the majority of, of people yeah the majority of people okay. their vagina I'll holds air out i'll buy that and so when they start pushing and the baby's head starts moving down little bubbles come up and you can tell when they're coming from their butthole and you can tell when the they're coming from coming their from the front i'm gonna hole. pay attention to this i've had their front I mean, maybe i i was thinking like i i've been in the pool before and i've had bubbles come out of places that i'm almost positive or not farts unless my farts yeah. got sucked into my vagina <laughs> Yes, pushed out of my vagina. It's right. coming. So it's air that has already been. There's a difference between your choco and your taco. <laughs> your choco and your taco. Oh man, what's the other ones? Your poop oh, shoot and your poop shoot and your coot coot. I don't know. Coot coot and your poop shoot. Oh, so good. <laughs> okay, my favorite. Oh, so the, speaking of, of farts, yeah. How many times have I been splattered with blood in my face because someone oh. farts while I'm suturing oh, and the blood shoots the, out? Also, I think those are the smelliest farts the worst for whatever farts. reason. They're the worst. I've never smelled them. Oh my god! I'm a mouth breather all the way anyway, so there's no way I would oh. purposely allow that to go into my nostrils. I don't See, usually I I'm keep sitting my mouth there. closed though because you've got blood being splattered. Usually I'm sitting you. right next there and I'm you know breathing all the way in through my nose. I guess it's just because that's postpartum, so their intestines and stuff are settling back settling. down. Settling, and I like it when gnarly. they when they fart and then the dad starts to laugh and then the mom starts to laugh and, and then, then their giggle farts <laughs> and then they have all those giggle farts <laughs> and then nothing happens. In that moment, because I can't suture while you're giggle farting. Also, <laughs> oh my gosh! Also, we try so hard to make people feel better about that situation, but our faces. We just can't look are at each other. Are not reassuring. I mean, I think I feel like we should thank them because look how much joy we get out of it. Like, it's true. It's true. But I have to say, you like farts way you, more than the average. But you know how embarrassed I am like about me farting. I've never so heard you don't fart. Don't do it. The times in my life where I fart and laugh and get the giggle farts are probably some of the worst <laughs> memories of my entire life. Like, I think you need to put it like, in perspective. I think we PTSD, need to that. PTSD giggle farts. Like... <laughs> 
I've never heard you fart. I've, I don't yeah, think. I've never heard you fart or giggle fart. You well, burped once and I thought I'd die. I, was I, like, am, oh I don't God. get embarrassed about burping at all. You, and sleep, I, you sleep fart, though. I don't get embarrassed so about I other hear. people's farts. I just get amusement out of them. They are hilarious. That's why yeah. there's so many fart jokes. I know, right? All right, we just, just so I've totally never heard you so sleep fart, but it's because we don't sleep when we hang out. Usually, <laughs> talking and giggling a lot, <laughs> not giggle farting though. Okay, so something else that we get way too excited about that people find gross is uh, mucus, which is such a gross mucus. word. How many times do clients like text us something and be like, "This might be TMI"? Yeah, no, which. I've- I've warned my husband not to check my phone One because he never me. knows when my he's going to My vagina just coughed up a loogie. Is that normal? <laughs> <laughs> and I just envision labia like, <laughs> Wait, you know, like, <laughs> I thought of you guys last night because that Broad City episode was on with the chick in the vagina costume. Can you imagine? Oh my like, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but i do know gosh that reminds me so much of the time we were about to go to naked spa and i was trying to like <laughs> it looked like i was trying to ladyscape and i like i like messed up the top part over my mom's pubis but i hadn't done my labia yet and i was like thinking about just leaving it this way because i put my mom's pubis way too short but my labia you looks, fade. i was like it looks like my vagina coughed up a hairball <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> I should have left it that way to go to naked Wait, spot. Did, why did you not? I don't know. I couldn't do it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, but speaking of mucus again, um, that is another thing, like, people will get, like, really freaked out about, like, and dads especially, they'll be like, oh my gosh, is that okay? Like, blood and mucus and things are coming out. And I'm like, that's fantastic. I'm so excited. That blood looks perfect. And they're like, you're excited about this blood? And I'm like, yes. My favorite is, like, when I know that there's a mom who's, like, starting to transition. And sometimes if you're not checking her, you're like, is this transition? Is it not transition? Is this really happening? And there's lots of times I'll, be like, have a mom in the shower and when she really starts getting her like big contractions, like little drips of blood will come mm, out. Yes. And every time mm. a little drip falls You're out, like, oh, there's I'm like, yes, that is a cervix moving. Yeah, I love it. Or a placenta exploding. It could go either not way. The little, no, not the, the little drips. Let's talk about the chances of that versus the chances of cervical change. Oh, like that doesn't go through your head when you see drips it of blood. It does, but you have to ground yourself it a all, little bit. You know better. It only does is if it's an enormous enormously large amount of blood and even then that can little be really drips normal. are super normal yeah even then it can be super normal but no. that that's you when you're like to trying to decide me. i'm just saying it still goes through my head yeah like Hannah kim has a conversation with herself real hard in those moments i'm over there like yes <laughs> go have a baby. In the background and kim's like hyper like trying not to hyper and katie's like could you move over while i listen to the baby please <laughs> katie's could the you only stop one twerking for a second I'm like, no, I'll try to move my butt to the side a little bit so you can squeeze past it and hump it a little bit like as a joke on your way oh to get heart tones. When that dad looked up and saw the humping happening and we were like, oh, God, oh, sorry. I'm sorry we did that. Sorry. So that happens sometimes. We go to births. We're there for hours at a time. We have to occupy ourselves. And I spend, sometimes we get bored I spend pictures. a lot of time like bending over birth hubs or 
you know, we all get in weird positions. And so occasionally when no one's looking, we have to or walk so up behind think. each other and give a little fake hump, you know? It's a love tap. I'm not going to apologize for that because people hire us on purpose. I know, right? They know, <laughs> know we're, we're like this. <laughs> Even if they don't listen to our podcast, they know we have one and we tell people it's vulgar. So, yeah, so no one meets me and goes, you're the calmest person I've ever met. Or the <laughs> most serious. <laughs> I mean, I am calm at birth, but still super like, calm. A, a, a several little humpings throughout a labor. <laughs> it should not be surprising. Just keep to anyone. Not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so going along with the like drips, when you think that like transition is happening um, before we go to break, one of the things I get so excited about that other people do not is when moms start saying, I can't do it. Oh, I thought you were going to say vomit. Yes. But yes. Oh, vomit goes along with that, too. So it's like when moms are getting to transition and if it's like she's like, I can't do it. She's getting panicky, which for them and like their partners, like, oh, my God, this is so hard. Um, And when she like pukes and is saying she can't do it, I'm like, yes, Yes. we're Mm -hmm. almost there. That's when I really try to smile a lot, especially at the partner. Like, this is so normal. I don't have a game face when they start saying that. I get this, like, shit-eating grin on my face (laughs) or fart-eating grin in this conversation. (laughs) And they're always like, stop smiling. I can tell they're like, stop smiling like that. My wife's in pain. I'm like, but it's so good. good But that's why I always remind my clients, like, prenatally, like, when you start to feel that way, it means you're almost there because it's everybody in the history of ever – feels that way and especially when someone pukes like every time mm. someone pukes when they get to that point just know i say the same it's like, like another centimeter here okay, we go you know when I get it like out of the way is postpartum i've had no. oh, in, in one month i had and this was forever ago postpartum puke Ew. like oh, last yeah, year maybe but one month i had two moms just become so nauseated postpartum and i'm like this isn't fair did they get tinctures like what i don't remember i don't remember what did it well maybe their blood sugar or something with pain and she had horrendous after pains Mm. so two of these moms just laid there with a bag for like an hour and i was like this is terrible they can't even enjoy their baby when poor things that is not exciting i hate postpartum vomit Ugh. yeah terrible um but one more thing that goes along with the poop that we were talking about (laughs) Always um, back to the poop. What kind of wine would you say goes along with this? <laughs> I'm getting. No, oh, you guys, too much. It's getting a flatulence. Hints of oxytocin. A bouquet of flatulence. <laughs> a bouquet of flatulence. <laughs> no, but, um, but I also get super excited when I, when I have to poop at a birth. Yeah. Because usually, usually that means the baby's all to come out. It doesn't happen to me. You Ma- always poop on the way, though. I, I mean, I usually if I poop at a birth, it's because I've been up all night and my poop schedule's off. Well, that happens mm. to me, too, but I still do notice a definite increase in me feeling the need to poop when she's getting close, just to, when she's, like, transitioning. Vibing off their hormones. Jen texted yeah. me the other day. The I texted hormones. Jen. I was like, oh, my God, how's it going? She goes, well, I suddenly have to poop, so that's a good sign. So, <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. It's definitely a thing. So I, I get excited about it. It's but I, pushing. But I also feel really bad about it because that's usually, like, when my clients need the, like, most support and help and rubbing. And, and I'm like, like, sorry. Like, oh, God, I got it. Or just when the clients are in the bathroom. <laughs> And they have the one bathroom. I got it. And then I can't help myself because I take longer. So then it's like the scales right there. So I have this like obsession with weighing myself before I poop. You do it every time. And then I poop. And then I have to weigh myself after I poop just to see (laughs) if I lost any weight. Do you gain weight after you poop? I've read that. No. I usually lose weight from the poop. Let's talk about how that also doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense, but I actually looked it up once. 
All right. Well, on that note, we can look it up when we go to break, and then we'll we talk about it. some other things that happen to us at births that are interesting. That we get great joy. Yeah. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So today's sponsor for our episode is our great friend, Megan Selkie, and her new company, Sounds of Selkie. I'm not doing a very good job of explaining what she does, as this is my third take for this ad, so we're just going to play her ad and let her explain what she does. So enjoy. Are you tired of having your secretary do your automated messages? Hello? Oh yeah, sorry we're closed. You're gonna have to call back later. Or employees pitching your products. Oh, oh boy, have we got something you're gonna love. Or maybe you've just hired cheap, inexperienced talent. Is this good, yeah? Or am I too far away? Or how's this now? That good, yeah? Perhaps you've ended up with a diva. I need some water. It is too cold in here. I want to sit. We'll suffer no more. Visit www.meganselkyvoiceover.com today and get the sound of Selkie. That's www.meganselkyvoiceover.com. Welcome back from that delightful break. Well, I always thought Jess would be really good at voiceover because your ad voice is so good, but maybe not. <laughs> Megan, I listen, I still call her Megan McGregor because that's just it's a bad name. name forever. She's still in my phone as Megan McGregor. Like it's, I'm never changing it. I yeah. don't care. She have really good eyebrows. Yeah, eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, she has great eyebrows. And as long as I've known her, we've known each other since we were kids. Like I think she was not even in middle school when we met. And she's always Best friends for life. Yes. Forever. And we everyone's always thought we were sisters because we both have huge teeth and huge forehead. <laughs> so she'd come in to see me at work, they'd be like, Hey, your sister's out front and I'm like, That must be Megan. Um, but she has always done these funny ass voices. Like it, we would go somewhere and she would just start talking and I'm like, Oh my God, what such is... a great skill. Yeah. I had no idea. She had so many good voices. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of that new girl episode where they were like talking about role playing. They're like, well, do you have any voices you can do? And she's like, yeah, I've got a fifties, uh, newscaster. Like, Hey there, what do you say? And then she like tries to role play to that voice. <laughs> Are you saying that Megan must be really good at role playing? I bet that she is really good at role playing i'll bet she'd appreciate me changing this subject real quick maybe we should ask her husband mr selkie i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do any of those things i'm just glad she's doing this company because she's joked about it forever about how she wants to like do voiceover but she's like all in in everything she does so she got married and she was like all in wife and then she had kids and she's like all in mom like martha stewart like yep. she and carly could just run the world so organized and now she's doing this and it's and awesome. you're gonna crush it yeah she already is crushing it she's been hired several times like right out of the gate That's sweet awesome. i know so um yeah go check her out hire if you have any sound needs that are not role-playing um because she does not do <laughs> that does not do for hire that anyway so <laughs> <laughs> that we know of anyway <laughs> let's get, get back to oh and fun fact her mom is the big creator of the pussy fat the pussy, pussy fat. fat that's cookie yeah. her mom weird I it's a very small so world so proud <laughs> love cookie 
And if you want to know who Cookie is, um, you should go back to listen should to they? episode 20, our live episode, because Cookie was there at our live episode, and she's the one who brought up the pussy fat. Pussy fat. I'm so. glad someone remembers that episode, because <laughs> I don't. It still gets views. It's terrible. Or listens I don't know why every anyone week. would listen to that, ever. I don't know why I didn't recommend that episode when that when the midwife at the birth center I was at was like, my the, my favorite were the first three episodes because you guys were clearly so drunk and I should have, I don't know why I didn't recommend that one because that's the drunkest we've ever been. That was, oh, I was stone cold sober that day. <laughs> we just don't drink enough these days. It's like we're growing up. I can't do it I don't know if it's anymore. that we're growing up. I just think we've been so busy. That's true. Not me. I have not yeah. been. No. <laughs> I haven't had. Get well, this one on vacation. I've, I don't know when the last time I had a baby was. Going on vacation is being busy too. That's true. Yeah, Do you know what Jen there's did? drinking involved in that? Classic Jen. Yesterday, I was like, "Let me take call for you. Let me take your call. I've been gone. I've been gone. Let me take your call. No, I need no, money. I need money. I don't want to." And then I know. And then she was like, "Okay, I'll put the phones in your name." And I'm like, "Finally, I haven't been to a birth in like." Uh, well, I guess it's only been two weeks, but it really feels like a month. That's a long time for you. So she goes, okay, I'm putting the fall, the call in your name or the the phone's in your name. But if this person, this person or this person calls, call me because I want to go. And I'm like, you know what? I bet. She's doing what I used to do where she can't yeah. not work, even though she needs to not work. She'll burn out of it. It's fine. <laughs> in September, where you are. she has the whole month off in September. So she'll be like revamped and ready to go. And then she'll she be won't, drowning. She won't come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's not true. What else makes you guys happy at a birth? There's some things that I wanted to talk about that are actual technical things that get me excited at birth. So one of those, and so there's different signs that we look for to show that the birth is progressing. So one of the things that I've been noticing and getting excited about a lot more often is the uh, red or the purple line. line. Purple line. Yeah. And, and, some people Man, I'm gonna sing that every time now when I see Purple one. Line. Purple Line. I I'm not Oh, I love it. I don't even care about that. I, I Is that think weird? it's been really accurate recently though. I feel like it's been really accurate. So the thing about the purple line or the, the red line or the pink line or whatever it is, is that there is a thing that says that um What's the formal word for that? I don't, I'm just, I don't I'm even know if it has a something. Yeah. So that, and not everybody gets it, um, but, and some people's are more noticeable, some people's are wider, as, you know, most things, we're all different. <laughs> Just because your pink line is wider doesn't mean it's better. Some people's no. assholes are darker than others. Everybody's yeah. different. It's fine. <laughs> so basically, it is a line that starts, like, right above your asshole, and as you progress in labor, it goes up up like a thermometer and to the very top of your ass crack and supposedly when you're fully dilated it should be all the way at the top of your butt crack and that for those of you that are like but how is this possible it's just because your butt cheeks are being spread open and if you look in the mirror right now and spread your butt cheeks open there's like a little pink line in there you're welcome yeah so when your husband walks in later and you're bent over looking in a mirror and he's like yes this is fun. Actually, I just Googled it. It's just called the purple line. No one's actually given it a real the name. The linear propella. <laughs> so when your partner walks in later and they're like, hey, hey what's happening? Also, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not for you, honey. I'm just looking at the purple line running up my ass crack. Yeah. For the record, I always try and see it, but I try not to like make it, make it obvious that I'm trying to do that. But it, usually there comes a point in time when How the mom do do that? bends over in the tub or whatever where it's apparent. I never go up to a, a laboring and person and spread her cheeks and be like, I'm looking for your purple line because that's very intrusive. Is that it's like so- when the person behind you doing coitus? is spreading your cheeks and trying to be all nonchalant and you're like stop spreading my butt cheeks i Uh, know you're doing it (laughs) they're like oh yeah (laughs) why trying to trying to take a trying to take a sneaky peek maybe they're not looking at the winking butthole maybe they're looking at the purple line no, I don't think you get a purple line during you don't coitus. Get a purple line unless you're in labor. <laughs> they're definitely you looking will. at your it, asshole. I'm telling you, you did not. You're, you're. I'm telling you. Kim spent a lot of time looking at, spreading her cheeks in the you mirror. You do get a purple line when you're doing coitus. No. <laughs> is that like a measurement of how good it I is? Was just saying. like the higher up it goes, it's letting you know it's how much pleasure the you're head's actually coming getting. Down, and oh it's all yeah, spreading yeah. apart. So if you no. spread your own cheeks apart, it's going to be in there. But they say, I can, I'm kind of imagining, go spread her cheeks I'm kind look. of imagining a man now when they do that thing at the fair of like, where they have yeah. to like show their strength, <laughs> yeah, where they like the hit the, the mallet onto the thing and it goes, and they feel really proud of themselves and make it to the top. Yeah. Now I'm imagining a man standing behind you, like pumping away, watching your line, like <laughs> rise to the top. And when it finally gets there, they're like, oh yeah, done. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> it also reinforces the idea that like really hard and fast is the way to get you there, which is not always no, the case. No, <laughs> maybe they would have the to. Here maybe they'd have to change their stroke to keep it going. You know, I don't know. I'm just I don't saying. know how this happened, but let's move <laughs> left. This is the kind of things that happen to us sometimes. What Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what happened was we were not actually drinking anything but water and we got also, carried away. I don't see the line at all with curvy ladies. Like when we get a nice round butt and nice bubbly butt. Mm-mm. You know what? Now I'm going to start showing you the line every time I see it because I know Do I did. It. Jen, I showed Jen at our last birth we did together, and I think she took a picture of it. Um, that wasn't weird. <laughs> We've taken pictures of weirder things. Yeah, she told her. She's like, I'm just going to show you this line that shows that you're progressing nicely. Oh. And the mom was like, oh, cool. Because we didn't have, like, the butthole in it. In, right. It's literally, like, did she actually give yeah, it's, it's, she like the, it's like the spot, like, you know, like when you bend over in jeans and the top of your butt crack sticks out. That's where the line is. Mm-hmm. It comes all the way up. I've seen the yeah. line. Yeah. Many no, I was explaining times. that for other people. I just don't think the line goes above the anatomical ass crack. No, it I does. I just think no. it looks like it because the anatomy changes. No, it goes to the ass crack. You could, Yeah. Like, right. So even on like curvier people, you still see it. I don't. I'm going to pay right. closer we're, attention. This, we're going to start a new study okay. on it. So, I should be paying more attention to everyone's butt. So another thing that I get excited about, and it's been happening a lot more recently. I've been no- I don't know if I've been like noticing it more because I've been rubbing butts for so long that I'm starting to pick up on these tiny little like differences now. But I've been noticing so often um, when I'm rubbing a mom's middle back her tailbone yeah, sticking the out. Freaks oh, I me love out. That. See yes. that I see all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't pay And attention. if they bend over it like you can actually see it bulge, it'll look it's different. It's so cool. Um, my big posterior baby the other day, I was like, Oh my god, her tailbone's about to pop. Like it's so yeah. big. Yeah. And but I've started before it really gets big enough to see, I've started being able to like feel mm-hmm. it when I'm rubbing and I'm like 
or even like it'll change a little bit during a contraction. I'll be like, yes. I think it's awesome. I made the mistake of like several times of saying, oh, look, your baby's head's doing that. Yeah. And they're like, freak out. But then they're like, why is the head there? And then I'm like, oh, sorry. I meant the head is pushing on the sacrum. Anyway, you yes. get what I'm saying. And they're like, no, I don't. But I it, do feel like that's one of the things that really wigs partners out too, though. It's like when they see that tailbone bulge, they're just like, oh my God, what's happening to their body? But it's such, it shows like the design behind it that um, your pelvis is like the can move behind. and open it. <laughs> the design of your behind <laughs> is that your, your pelvis can move and expand and get bigger. And I love in spinning babies that one exercise they have us do um, where they have you stand up straight and take a tape measure and measure from like your pubic bone to your tailbone, like between your legs, like up on your, it's, it's always really funny to watch because everybody's just got like uh, tape measures going right down into their camel, their camel toe. (laughs) How tight do you have to pull the, the well, you want to get it accurate, you know, so it's gotta be right (laughs) in there. Um, are you guys sharing the same tape? No, everyone. No, I mean, <laughs> so, paper tapes. Like, it's over so your it's over your pants. It's over your pants. But then, like, they have you bend forward and then measure it, and it sees how it like how it much space it expands it's to. A really cool thing. Just from bending over, your mom like, should add that to her class. Yeah, so it just shows those Having forward. You, can you imagine your mom trying to get people to? put a measuring tape i actually i actually can do that yes i can yeah she will do anything if it's yeah but there's so much in you under there she's just gonna miss yeah so many opportunities so many missed opportunities but that's why she'll be like if it creeps up into your labia fold that's normal (laughs) (laughs) just let that happen i believe jess called it camel toe (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure what that means but i thought i should share Sounds like a dessert. <laughs> we have cometo to this evening. <laughs> I also like the two little dimples on the back that happen in that moment. Jess is losing it right now. I'm dying. Just about her mom seeing camel toe is killing her. Oh if we ever God. open a restaurant, we're having our dessert. <laughs> called camel toe. Caramel toe. Caramel toe. What if we put the like... Well, it'll have to do with spelling. We can put it in parentheses so it still comes looks like camel toe, but it's caramel toe. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a dessert we serve in our bar. Yeah. Yeah. Or it'll be a shot, a shooter. Oh. oh like It'll be like God. a buttery nipple. Oh, my. Caramel, caramel toe. toe. <laughs> Would you like to try our buttery nipple or our caramel toe? make that shape out of whipped cream for the top of it you know i told i told you like a drizzle of caramel in between yeah and yes. we're <laughs> no longer have a birth practice we're no, now opening a restaurant birth. we have so to be a bartender every every food item will be some kind of any innuendo <laughs> or sexual pun oh i definitely want to show you called the purple line yes yes because no one knows what that is. It's okay. Sorry. We'll go into detail. It'll come with, it'll come it. with pictures of all the purple lines, <laughs> including purple lines on curvy ladies that do exist. Listen, I'm just telling you. Instead of doing it, what is, what yes. body shots. Body shorts. Okay, shorts. What, I don't know where we were at. I don't know. So what's something else? Okay, so I this isn't something I get excited about during labor. It's actually quite the opposite. But it's always something that... Every once in a while, because, you know, we do this all the time and it becomes kind of like 
you're just there and there's asses in your face all the time. There's purple even, lines. There's nipples. There's no personal space at a Yeah, birth. and we don't even notice it anymore. Like, I've told even... people I could be eating, like, a chicken club with an ass next to my face and just be like, hey, I guys, totally uh, my, my what are we What are we before. doing this weekend? Are we going kayaking or, or what? <laughs> and so there's been times, though, when I've been, like, in these situations with clients and it's like usually because during transition I like moms to get in like uh, the shower sometimes especially if we're in the hospital and they don't have a tub and so there's been times where I've spent like hours in the shower with people and if they're taking a long time to transition I usually do the thing shake the apples because if you're shaking the apples which basically means I put one hand on each butt cheek and I shake it during contractions the dad's Shake him on a makeup. <laughs> Partners do it all the time and they love it. Yeah. Usually and so leads to other activities that yeah. they're not necessarily interested in. But it it is very tiring to do for long periods of time, but it can really help get you, I'm going to say, over the hump of transition <laughs> if that's taking a long time. And so there's been times where I'll be like in the shower with this couple for hours, mom's naked, water streaming everywhere, and I am just sitting there shaking her ass for like hours at a time and i'm you just like the strongest arms i'm just like, like maybe five minutes staring tops. at the ceiling thinking about like my weekend or what i'm gonna have for dinner and every <laughs> once in a while i'm just like i like zone in and i'm like if people could see that this is what i do at work yeah yeah what would they think if you just go back and and take that clip yeah it's hot it's like you're setting <laughs> yourself up for a porn <laughs> I'm, weird. I'm in a shower with a couple for hours. I think, I'm just shaking uh, that butt. I think that just <laughs> speaks to how strong labor hormones are because nobody thinks it's weird in the no. moment. No, like, it's it doesn't. So it, it never feels weird, but it's just like, yeah. But usually by the time that's happening, we're also getting to the end of labor and then the, the little blood drips start. And I'm like, yes, I'm probably going to get to sleep at some point in time. Shake it. <laughs> Yeah, I like, I like when I start to know, like the theta waves start mm. to penetrate my brain. Yes. And then I know like even, I don't necessarily think they're about to push because that can happen and stop and happen and yeah. stop. But I always notice when it's happening because suddenly I'm like leaning on the yeah. tub and I'm falling asleep or yeah. I look over and the partner's like kind of in it but kind of glazed over and i'm like oh we're all in this why together. don't you describe a little bit for our listeners out there what theta waves actually are well they could go back to that episode they could in case they don't but they probably to. won't so theta waves are very close to the brain waves that are happening when you're asleep yeah and it happens when you go into your primal brain yeah and it's they're so thick and amazing and and they just kind of penetrate out into the surrounding air yeah the interesting thing is is that it's not just the mom who goes into that state like everyone who's in the room with her starts Mm -hmm. to pick up on that and goes into the same and it's chemistry so it's like the chemistry of your birth it's like the chemistry of a relationship people are like that sounds like voodoo no we know that pheromones get out into the world we know that you give off whatever so it happens at a birth (laughs) Mm -hmm. i just want to say that while she said give off whatever she was literally using her hand to waft away from her crotch wafting (laughs) Wafting. pheromones because you know that's where they're coming from that is not Mm -hmm. something i get excited about but i do if i go to the bathroom to poop while a mom's getting ready to push and i waft up like i'm just like god my hormones from this birth i hate that that smell i hate it i mean it's definitely a thing 
It's definitely that's why a I have thing. to shower after birth because I'm always like God. I smell like I was in labor. horrendous. I can't oh. Not shower right yeah. now. I don't um, know if I ever smell that. I feel like it goes with this. I feel like I actually get really excited when contractions start spacing out when they're going from what you hope is transitioning yes. to pushing, and that really yep. seems weird to be excited about contractions spacing out. But I think it's because that theta is like working its magic, and like you're setting up for really strong contractions coming up and some like intentional pushing. So but I, I love that. I also think like. I see very often because transition comes and contractions are like back to back to back and sometimes like double peaked. And very often when a mom gets complete, her contraction pattern just totally changes and she'll have strong contractions farther apart when it's time for pushing. Yeah. And, and that's so, yeah, you say the longer the break, the stronger mm. the contraction. And then they want to murder you. Because yeah. they're like, don't ruin but my break okay. right now with the thought of having a harder contraction afterwards. I never celebrate double peaked contractions. I'm sorry. That, that well, is such a huge sign of sometimes it can be a sign posterior yeah baby. it sometimes can be but sometimes people have them just a normal transition it's true. too it is true like it's but not they going away make me go uh-oh yeah like, what's happening is something yeah. wrong but it doesn't always mean something's wrong um, but i don't say that i celebrate double peak contractions it's just that if you go from like those to that spaced out pattern it changes i i do tend to get like ooh, maybe yeah, this is a good a, thing it's a good sign it also could be a sign of a posterior baby. Like things were intense, and now they're not, and you're actually not completely dilated. And I do you're not actually. Get it. We're actually, we're all going home now, <laughs> or taking a nap. <laughs> taking a nap. I don't get excited about that. I have to. I guess this is backtracking a little bit, but if I ever saw somebody's eyes glazed over the way that a woman's do in their primal, I'd be really concerned about them out of context. Well, that's called epilepsy. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could let them it's know a that. Very unique, like look. That that's, fits only one thing normally. That's another thing I get really excited about. Um, epilepsy? Is that <laughs> epilepsy. Love it. Um, no. So I get really excited when I we have a mom who um, is laboring really hard and we try to an- ask her a question. Mm, like, and she doesn't do answer. Do you feel like, or she'll just be like, my, they, they usually say the same thing. I'll be like, do you feel like you need to use the bathroom? Would you like to get in the tub? And they go, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because their brain is going primal and they can't think. No. You can't answer the simple yes yeah. or no questions. I had my first birth the other day and I have to say it was probably one of the most intense birth spaces I've ever been in. Like it just like was very like heavy and it was working like it was really powerful. But literally she wouldn't answer any yeah like she hadn't she wouldn't respond to anything like i just was guessing the whole time about what was going on because she was not responding to anything i was saying and it's the same reason why people have trouble vocalizing things they know are happening in their brain like i can tell baby's moving down or i can tell this is happening and they can't vocalize it to you yeah and then after the birth of like yeah i knew this was happening or i knew this was wrong but their their mouth weird feeling their brain yeah their brain mouth connection just doesn't work correctly nope Nope. Yeah, and so then that's another thing I get excited about, too, is that if you had a mom who was, like, really um, modest and didn't want anyone mm-hmm. to be see them naked and were closing the door every wanted time. to wear, like, a skirt or yeah, or, in the tub. Or you got to the birth and they wanted to close the door every time they went into the toilet. And then all of a sudden you have a mom who's, like, stripping off her clothes and, like, <laughs> yeah. crapping with the door open. I'm like, yeah, buddy. I'm always the one chasing behind them with a towel. Like, yes. Well, let me drape this. And, and they're, they're like, like, stop I it. Care. I don't care. And I'm like, but I, I promised I would do this. <laughs> 
but you, oh, I will drop that so quickly. I'm like, no. oh, they don't care. But you cared care. about your boobs showing before you were in this place. <laughs> <laughs> and then later they're like, thank you for doing that. I really didn't care, but I appreciate it. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. appreciate the thought. It's like my boobs were out when I had Brock. And I, I was know. like, why? And you were like, listen, you. <laughs> through it trying to strap I a tried. bathing suit top on you would have been like wrestling an alligator no like I kept <laughs> I kept reminding you and, and I kept being like Kim your boobs and you'd put your bathing suit top on and then the next contraction would come and you'd take it off and I'd do it again <laughs> Kim your boobs and you'd be like that's right and you'd put it on and then take it off and then that was it fetal ejection reflex happened and your boobs were out they were out <laughs> it was the titty ejection reflex <laughs> I always, and I, I've said this so many times, and Chuck gets so mad, but I'm like, whenever I think of my boobs in that birth, I think of the frog whose eyes are going in the two different directions. Just floating you know? around aimlessly. Like one went over towards Chuck, and the other one was somewhere in my armpit, you know? It was not like that at all. It's like, blink, blink. <laughs> That must have been your theta waves really clouding wish, your brain. I wish I just got a video of you doing that. I mean, we could just post a picture because we have tons of pictures of your tits floating in the pool. It's, yeah, it's on. We'll I'll just use my sweet we'll put, editing skills to blur out your. We'll put did. star. We'll put starfishes over your nipples. So when I go back to look at those pictures, I'm like, did she blur that big because my areola was <laughs> truly the size of a dinner plate? Or I did, did you that. Just, or did you just blur? Just I, a, I, I did that set amount of blur. I, no, say, I did that when I edited my friend's pictures that happened. Her aerial were so big. It just like slowly took over whole boob. It was like more vulgar because it just made oh her gosh. aerial look like salami boobs. Like, salami boobs. <laughs> when you tried to edit it, you it made. happens to the best of us. It was yeah. like almost better just to leave it as is. Yeah, just let it roll. And ladies, something you can be excited about is that most people's areolas do go back down to their normal color and size. <laughs> At I some point know. in the future. Maybe. You have magic boobs, though. Yours are just, like, rejuvenating themselves. So I wouldn't you say that you're the standard uh, of normal. Thanks. Okay. Ladies, let us know. Did at some point in time your areolas go back to their normal color and size after you were done uh, nursing and having babies? Um, I'll, we'll get a vote. We'll put it I on our... I don't know what's worse for me. When the areolas get that big or if yeah. that digital thing happens your areolas went back to their normal color they, size they did yeah but you know how it digitizes from the dark to the light yes, skin, yes. and it's like am i on film <laughs> like am i like one of those things that you from outer it's space the i Truman just look show. like you know <laughs> what's like, happening to my tits isn't real just real. remember, ladies, you should be excited about your large, dark areolas because they help your baby find your breast. That is correct. It, it begins. All has a purpose. I interrupted you telling people what to do. About she what? She just said we're going to take a vote. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to take a vote about from people about whether their areolas went back to normal or not after their childbearing years were completed. That's what, we, that's what this episode's about today. But some moms will, like, after they birth, you know, they go to nurse, and I'm like... How are her boobs so, like... Normal. Tiny little areolas, like, beautiful. And I'm like, ah, I guess it doesn't happen to everyone. <laughs> no, or maybe they just had, like, miniature areolas before. Maybe they didn't have areolas. Yeah. At all. <laughs> they were areolas. <laughs> areolas. <laughs> maybe all that's right. a penny will name her next doll, areolas. Areolas. <laughs> we need to end this episode right it's now. Time. It's time. Is there anything else that you think is important that we get ex excited about at births? 
just I all covered, of it. I think we covered a lot of. We that. get excited about all the things that would typically be not exciting. weird. Yeah, or would be exciting in other concepts, but not exciting in the same way for us. More just exciting because it's like we're gonna have a baby. Yes, that. Yeah, and let's stop talking. All right, <laughs> and <laughs> wait. I need a so. And the only other thing we have to say is cheers. Cheers. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my this god. is crazy.